Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Welcome. Can you hear me? Just on. We good? Good morning. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Friday morning. So many people in the chat this morning. We got Abe. We got Real D. We got Cam. We got William. We got Nathan. We got Mark. We got Norm. We got Julie. We got Max. Periscope, not Mr. Moon, sent me this hat. Sean Corby, what up, dude? Mark Trost, awesome. Good morning, Facebook. Let's see where we're coming from. I got an Australia, and I love it. Oh, my God, the door just blew open by a breeze. Ghost in here. Good morning. How's everyone doing? If uh, if you are coming in... Uh, because you read the title of the video and you, you just want to see that, skip ahead to 20 minutes and 15 seconds and that'll get you right to where you want to be. Just joking. I have no idea when that topic's going to come up. But I hope we got one person that jumped forward and then was like, what the fuck? This isn't it. Arjun... Sharma says, say my name. Said it. Boom. You lose. I win. Said it. You win too, I guess. Bunch of winners. Anyway, the theme of today's show is gas light or gas. Just to let you know. Now you know the theme of the show. And the song's over. Fucking love Gaslight Anthem. Anyway, how's everyone doing? Happy Friday. Got some uh, good topics today. Good, good random uh, rabbit holes. If you are not familiar with the program, it's the morning show. Little bits, little bites out of everything I like. Geography, history, baseball, books, music. Red scabs on my nose from pimples I pop, tried to pop too early and just ripped the skin. I lied. I don't like that. But we'll address it because we're all looking at it. Wondering what happened. Anyway. Anyway. Let's see. What do we got today? Fridays are uh, a big day on uh, distribution. We got Talking Baseball out today. We did our first voicemail app. Talked about the negotiations some more. Talking Yanks. We had Brendan Cuddy from NJ.com on. Talk all about the Yankees. We did some some stuff uh, about, like, you know, where they play. Talking Giants released a pod. Talking Folk. What we're listening to. What are they listening to? Talking Giants released theirs late last night. I was laying in bed, got the notification. Really good intro movie clip they dropped on us today on Talking Giants. I like that. Talking Folks says, happy 78th birthday to Sir Paul McCartney. Cool. John John Boy and Jake Radio. Jake and I watched the show called Take Me Out with George Lopez from 2012. Uh, We're very confused if we like it or not, so we're going to need... We're going to need feedback. If you guys like watching whatever, watching Baggage, John Boy and Jake TV, I'm going to look to the comment section for feedback on whether, it's like my nose is like bleeding, it's so red. It's not. I should have put makeup on it. On whether or not we should keep doing that. And it says that there's a watch in baseball, but that's a lie. There's no watch in baseball. That is on hiatus. The weather in Terlingua, Texas, is 75 degrees and sunny, not a cloud in the sky, and that's at 7 a.m. I bet it's going to get so hot there. Terlingua, Texas, I bet it's going to get into the 100s today. 
but it's a 7 a.m. weather report I have because that's when I took it. Uh, yep, it's going to be 101. Mogat. I am glad I don't live in Terlingua. Not a lot of people do live there. Not a lot of people do. Here we go. Let's jump down the rabbit hole. Terlingua, Texas is kind of a deserted town. Right by Mexico. Zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. Okay, Mexico border. You know what town I was looking at when I saw this town? I almost want to tell producer Luke, can you find me a town south of Corpus Christi? Like Brownsville? You see Brownsville down here? Kind of interested in in what life's like in Brownsville. I love the... uh... But anyway, we're not talking about that. Stop talking about it, Jimmy. We're talking about Terlingua. The fuck is it? By the Rio Grande. It's a ghost town now, which is cool. In like the 1920s or 1800s, there was this one dude. He found Cinnab something that produces mercury. I didn't even write it down. And then he built a town there, and then people lived there. It looked like this at times. Look like that. And that's the dude. There he is. Found mercury. And then this is what everyone moved there to work there. And they looked like this. And then the mercury prices dropped. And it became a deserted town. And like that, this house or whatever this is, this dwelling, is still there. But in in ghost town format, which is cool. I like ghost towns. But this is a ghost town that's like right in the middle of a town. Which is crazy. Um, but you can see all these old, like, I don't even know what you call them, just dwellings. So if you like ghost towns, go visit. I did check YouTube to see if there's any good um, YouTube videos. And uh, I'm sad to say that there kind of weren't. There were some if you want to turn off the sound and just watch a video of what it looks like. But um, it was crazy, not crazy, but because the ghost town is like right in the middle of the town. That's the weird part. Here we go. Here's one. That's cool. Old car. There was this old path where I lived in Australia and there was a car like that. Uh Uh-oh. How do I not have the sound on? Come on. Turn the sound on, Jimmy. You guys playing an instrument. The town of Terlingua isn't really the kind of place you come to by accident. It's a great voice by that guy. Oh. Okay. This guy's doing my job. Show the ghost town. Show the ghost town. Show the ghost town. Okay. Found it. Ghost towns are crazy. Didn't we do another ghost town? Bonanza, Wyoming? Bonanza, Idaho? We did that a couple weeks ago. Ooh. Those, you think that's the original wood from those graves? It's kind of crazy. So anyway, it's like a tourist attraction now. But it kind of just ruins. But apparently in the 1920s, this was a huge place. They had a tennis hall, Jeff Brady, the Clockwork Cowboy. That's a cool name. So Terlingua, ghost town. Go visit it. I think that's all there really was. They found mercury there. Now it's ghost town. Hot as fuck. And there's like pink buildings. 
There's a pink barbecue place. So, where's the ghost town, you think? There? You think this is it? Is that it? Did I wish found it? Spotted it from satellite? Looks like... Looks like that might be the ghost town. Oh, they don't have Google Maps? You motherfuckers. I want to thumb my way through this town. Anyway, that's the ghost town. I found it. Credit to me. I, I researched it. I had a really good idea, and then I found it because it was easy. Terlingua, hot as fuck. Don't go there today unless you really like 100-degree weather. Ghost town. Say about that. Let's get to Dizzy. Dizzy Dean. A lot of people probably know about him. A lot about him. Just, just one of the all-time great baseball characters. One of the best. He was uh, braggadocious, but he backed it up. He was crazy. He played on the same team as his brother, who went by Daffy. They had other guys on the team um, who went by Dazzy, Dazzy Vance, and Ducky Medwick. So Dazzy, Duffy, Dizzy, Daffy all hanging out on the Cardinals in the 30s, who they called the Gas House Gang. The Gas House Gang. So we had Gaslight Anthem, Gas House Gang. It's a gas theme show. Gas House Gang is such a cool name. And, and he was considered the ace of the Gas House Gang. And that may be like the coolest way to explain someone. If you go to Wikipedia, it's like, the ace of the gas house gang. And that's crazy. I was trying to find the the history of gas house and all that shit. Like, why were they called the gas house gang? Um, and open image in new tab. Let's find. That's so small. Look at this picture. Uh, I was trying to. So this is a picture of them shooting, shooting. And really, like, the gas work, the gas lamp district in New York. Oh, the gas lamp district in New York was, like, you know, gross. And people were dirty, and they were hot, and they were sweaty. And I think it just meant, like, you know, not clean, polished, and uh, professional. So they, I, th- I believe they were called the gas house gang kind of as an insult by other people. Like, those cardinals are dirty. They're a bunch of ragamuffins. They're blah, blah, blah. And, like, you know, they said, they said they smelled. They said their uniforms were dirty. They were like the gritty baseball team of the 30s, which was depression. So people related to them. And then I think they said, like, not until, like, the mid-30s did they embrace it. Kind of like the Red Sox in uh, 04 were a bunch of idiots. The Gas House Gang. And Dizzy was the ace, which is just... Phenomenal. This is him and his brother hanging out. The ace of the gas house gang. It doesn't get cooler than that. Doesn't get cooler than that. He's got so many good stories. I'll jump to the one that I put in the title because there's footage of it. And it's absolutely amazing. So he's um well, actually there's audio here too, because he was with his brother Paul, Daffy, and they they said they were going to win 45 games together. He was uh, he talked a big game, but to his credit, he said, if you back it up, it ain't bragging. And the dude pretty much always backed it up. 
So good for him. I'm trying to set this up because you guys want to see him get knocked unconscious, jumping in front of a double play. It's pretty wild. Um, bam. There we go. You ready? I'm going to do it in slow-mo so we can all watch. Playback speed. Slow. No, 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 Jimmy. Wake the fuck up. We're showing them the audio first. Here's him and his brother talking about how many games they're going to win combined. Well, Carl, we ought to win 45 ball games this year. I think we will. This you win 35, I'll take care of the rest. Nice going, boy. He goes, we're going to win 45 ball games. And his brother goes, you take 35, I'll take the rest. And his response is, how's it going, boy? Just quick retort. All right, let's watch him break up this double play. Um, There he is pitching. Packed house. Exciting moments in the Wild Series. The Tri-Tigers and St. Louis Cardinals in hot fought battle for championship. So here he is. Double play is happening. He's running to second right now. They're going to switch the camera angle on us. Uh, about to turn the double play. All right, here it is. So they switch it. He's the runner. And <laughs> just, just we'll go slow-mo. Just jumps up and puts his head in between the throw and gets himself knocked out. Amazing. Here he is running. We're slow-mo now. The run's going to score. I wonder if there's one out. So the run and bam. Knocks his hat off. Look at the fielders try to find the ball. The second baseman has it. It went so high off his head. The shortstop can't figure out where it is. Second baseman still looking up in the air. Now they're going to come check on him. But he's knocked out. He did break up the double play, though. Uh, And here he is on the ground. There's the hat. Great camera work. How'd this camera guy out there? Did he run onto the field, or they just incredibly zoomed zoomed in onto the footage? Oh, there always a picture. Ken Burns effect. Just crazy. So he went to the hospital, and they said they took x-rays of his head, and they found nothing. And then they all giggled about it. Ha, ha, ha. And then he pitched like two days later. He said, my head's too hard for a baseball to hurt. Look at how they carried him off. <laughs> uh, damn. The old whirly bird. No, that's actually not even that whirly birdie. The ace of the gas house gang. I don't know what else is in this. There's some other good clips in this uh, YouTube video that I enjoyed, so I will go find them. That's him and Casey Stangle talking because he went on to be a broadcaster, and he was very, like, an honest broadcaster. There's some funny stories, but there's a clip, I think, of Babe Ruth introducing him. Yeah, here it is. I'll play the audio again. So that's Babe Ruth. And Dizzy's on the left somewhere, I believe. ...by Babe Ruth for his pitching ability. Dizzy Dean, they tell me that you're dizzy. But if I could throw a ball like you, I'd like to be as dizzy as you are. This is for your automatic. Pleasure to pick you on the team. They say, you're dizzy. Well, if I could throw a ball as good as you are, then I'd want to be dizzy too. I'm Babe Ruth. Dizzy Dean. He took a comebacker to the foot and it halted his career. And then I think this is the the wind-up that most people are familiar with seeing. Like, when I saw this picture, I was like, oh, yeah, Dizzy Dean. That's what, that's the, that's what rings a bell in, in my head. Dizzy Dean. There are some other good stories. I, I think I wrote some down. Um, oh, this is a fucking great story. So, hold on. Let me 
Luke, producer Luke likes to make clips of all the things I say, and it's better clip-wise if we are on this screen. All right, so so this is a great story about Dizzy Dean, the ace of the Gas House Gang. He was facing Vince DiMaggio, Joe's brother, and he said before the game, he bet him, I will strike you out four times today, Vince. Vince DiMaggio was like, fuck. That sucks. I was hoping you didn't have extra motivation to strike me out. Because I'm not my brother. I'm just Vince. Do me a favor. So, um, that's his exact response on record. But no. So, he strikes him out in the first three at-bats. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. In the fourth at-bat, he's got him with two strikes. But DiMaggio, Vince DiMaggio, pops up behind the plate to the catcher. Catcher scrambles to get under it to catch it. And Dizzy Dean says, drop it, drop it. <laughs> forces him, forces his catcher to drop the ball so he can strike him out on the next pitch, which he did, winning the bet, making Vince DiMaggio his little bitch. Sucks. It's an unfair battle because Dizzy Dean, brother, Daffy Dean, Paul Dean, Paul Dean and Vince DiMaggio should be going at it. You know, Dizzy Dean and Joe should be going at it. And it's just kind of like good brother versus lesser brother. You know, fair's fair. Fair's fair. Um, but that's a crazy story. But, I mean, if you, if you, Dizzy Dean stories are absolutely endless. So go, go down the rabbit hole yourself if you want. Um, because... There's a ton of stories. Um, he said, if you done it, it ain't bragging. And then apparently when he was broadcasting games, he used the word ain't a lot. And a school teacher wrote to him and said, like, don't use the word ain't. You're teaching kids poorly. And his response on air was like, there's a lot of people out there that say ain't that ain't eating. So teach. You teach them how to talk. You learn them how to talk. And I'll learn them how to baseball. And everyone, ho, ho, ho. That Dizzy is so relatable and funny. He's the ace of the gas house gang. Ace of the gas house gang is so damn cool. All right, so we did Gaslight Anthem and we did Gas House Gang. And for all my uh, people that listen that are um, between ages 30 and 36 and female, Maybe that you also, when you hear gas house, gas lamp, gaslight, you think of the movie now and then. The gas light edition is where the girls lived. The gaslight edition. It's actually a neighborhood in Savannah, Georgia, but they fil- that's where they filmed it, gaslight edition. Now and then. So now I'm going to share my favorite line from now and then. Strap in because it doesn't get better. Than this. I might have to put this on the soundboard for John Boy and Jake Radio and just drop it all the time because it just, I mean, you know, every now and then fan just absolutely, you know, here we go. Why are you afraid of me? <laughs> all right. All right. And that's all I have to say about that. One, two, three. That's the password to my MacBook. And that's all I have to say about that. Next up, book. 
Why are you afraid of me? Because you're so fucking scary, dude. Why wouldn't they be scared of you? Old man riding his bike at night who killed his family? Come on. We're reading Junkie by uh, William S. Burroughs. This is his first book. Much famous after this book. It's gritty and crazy, and it's a good read if you're into the gritty lifestyle. William S. Burroughs, don't pull no punches. He'll come right at you with the truth. Anyway, no, no, he was like a drug addict, and uh, he was gay and a drug addict in 1950s. And this book, the best thing that this book does, it's an interesting read because it is a time and a place that you nor I know nothing about, and they didn't report it. Like the 1950s uh, America, what we know, leave it to Beaver, you know, all that shit. uh, Happy family, the world wars ended, the baby boom, everyone's like just fucking loving life and happy and, you know, like a 1950s TV sitcom family. And Junkie, William S. Burroughs, was like, uh, hey, that doesn't represent all of us. Some of us lived in the underbelly of America, were gay and did drugs, treated terribly, and all that stuff. And that's what this book book really opens your mind to. Um, see what it says on the back here. It's a candid eyewitness account of times and places that are now long gone. An unvarnished field report from the American post-war underground. Underground. Nailed it. Um, I haven't read any other William S. Burroughs books. Maybe I should. But this one was good. It's fucking interesting, man. It's like, oh, no one talks about these people and their lives ever. You're never going to learn about this unless you read it from people. Who lived it and they share their story. So that's junkie. William S. Burroughs. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. I got a little bit of time. No uh no John Moore Jake Radio today, but we are we have some stuff to do. Did I miss anything? I prep like a ton of tabs. I'm like, this is what I'm gonna show them. Takes me like half hour to prep it. Um, there's so much stuff about Dizzy Dean out there. I didn't even know where to start and where to stop, but how's everyone doing? Junkie is phenomenal, says Detroit Dabber 313. Nice. Uh, Abe says, love book time. I need to read more, and these recommendations are great. Did Abe get mod abilities? Did we give you that, Abe? I didn't, I didn't tell anyone to do that, but I was going to tell them to do it. But you have a wrench next to your name. I don't know what that means on YouTube, but that sounds good. Uh, G. Worsh on Periscope says ghost towns are pretty crazy. Ghost towns are super cool, man. Abandoned buildings. There's this There's this house. Oh, see if I can find it. Um, 70s house. Untouched. There's this house. There's a tour of a house on YouTube. Oh, here it is. I love. What's going on? Shut up. Dude, I just want to see the house. I don't want to hear you. That's rude. Just right now, I didn't mean to be rude to your video, Terry Wilson. Shout out. Uh, there's this video on YouTube that I watched like years ago. We can watch it. I love this stuff. There, it's um, it's an untouched house from the 70s. Like the, the people died and it went to their kids. And then it got taken over. But it's it's like a, it's a time, ca- time capsule for sure. Uh, Indian's hat, shout out. 
carpet, but hold on. The cabinets are all there. The kitchen kitchen doesn't do much for me. Producer Luke's writing me a note. It's a secret. Should I share with them that you wrote me a note? Abe is now a moderator, and his new name is Sir Abe. Okay, Sir Abe, congrats. I already figured that out, but which has been confirmed. There's some light switches and a thermostat and ugly-ass wallpaper. I haven't watched this video in probably seven. No, no. Well, this isn't the house. This was just uploaded in 2019. Are there are there a bunch of these? Maybe this isn't the one I saw then. Yeah, this isn't the one I saw because this is empty. All right. There's one that, that is furnished with, like, knickknacks still around um, that I've seen before. Oh, there's a fucking ton of these now? Um, but there was one that was fully furnished, and that was cool. This is the same one, Jimmy. You just clicked the same one you just got off of. Come on. Be smarter. Time capsule basement. This shit's... But I want... These are all not furnished. 70s house, untouched, furnished. How do I find it? Abandoned, untouched, $4 million, 1960s, mid-century mansion? No. Whatever. You guys ever seen Mike Tyson's house? Mike Tyson, mansion, abandoned? That's a cool one. But it's from the 90s, not the 70s. Inside Mike Tyson's abandoned mansion. This one's cool. There's like a shot of the sound system in this one. All right, look at that. Look at that. So, I mean, he couldn't afford it anymore, I guess, or whatever. And no one else could afford it. Like Michael, Je Michael Jordan's trying to sell his house. But like, dude, no one wants to buy your fucking $70 million house. Look at that TV and that carpet and that round... Look how gaudy that shit is. There's some cool stuff in Mike Tyson. So this is the pool room. Imagine the parties that happened here. Um, another TV. They like made flat screen TVs by building the entertainment centers. Big bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the entertainment center. So that's okay. Okay, going too fast for me, YouTube video. So that's before. And they built out the walls to put those TVs. Those TVs are probably like two feet deep. And then all the shelf space for all the surround sound system. It's crazy how much things change. And then that's the open. Yeah, this is a cool one. But this is like, you know, this is more lifestyles of the rich and the famous. I like the just straight up abandoned 70s house. Everyday life. More. This one's interesting. I'm getting real mad. I can't find that 1970s abandoned, 1970s untouched house. If I click this one, is it going to be the same one? Is this the same guy that I did? Am I going to get got again? It says I haven't clicked this one yet. I don't know what he said, but he definitely said, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Exploring a Minute. Something like that. Him and I have something in common. Both dyed our hair. Where the fuck? 
Dude, there was one where there's like a living room and ah, all the furniture was there and like newspapers were on the side and, and ashtrays and you could clearly tell like that was the dad's chair. This is where the kids played. It was cool. Ooh, I think this is it. I think this is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I love the map, dude, because internet didn't exist, so you just had to have stacks of um, encyclopedias. Like, you know, encyclopedia salesmen would come and be like, here's the new batch, A through Z. We got it all. And that was basically the internet. If you were like, hey, what's what's Gas House District mean, Dad? And would be like, go to the encyclopedia. We just bought the new ones and all of that shit. So these people were smart, had a map of the world, trying to teach their kids where everyone is. I like this is the one I've seen before and you can see like the kitchen table over there. So, I know I'm nerding out over this, but I love this shit. Completely untouched 70s living room. Just two chairs. I mean, this had to be you can tell this was an older couple towards the end because like just two chairs, clearly like his and hers, I would guess. It's nuts. All the old books. What's this? Vinyl Christmas tree, sunglasses. That's the widest gap I've ever seen on a pair of glasses. Dude's nose must have been so wide. That's a big gap, right? Not just me. Looks like a, like this looks like a normal one. This looks like a huge nose. So now we're getting inside. Danger. MK1 hand grenade bomb inside. This is not a joke. Whoa. Okay, well, what? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> Why? Uh, Knickknacks, radio, this shit's fucking... Little tripod? That can't... That could be the camera crew's tripod? That's, yeah, that's the camera crew's tripod. Old liquor. Bunch of asbestos, probably. Ooh, Matches. Yeah, anyway, this is the one I was talking about. Fully furnished and, like, the knickknacks all around. This shit is so cool to me. Basement TV. Oh, we got a picture coming up. Sitting in front of that very fireplace. Cool. Cool. Past and present pics on, on Reddit. That's a cool subreddit. All right, well, I didn't expect to go do all this. Oh my God. I just remember that some people listen to this on the podcast app and aren't getting the video visual stimulation as well. And that had to be brutal. My apologies to those people. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, I, we're looking at an old house. Now you're caught up. Now you're caught up. All right. What's going on in the chat? Um, Who was murdered in this house? I think they died naturally. I find this very sad. Wonder why her children didn't even want the photographs. Yeah, I guess like it is like, why didn't the kids want this shit? He says, please visit my Facebook for more. And I don't want to do all that. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. 
my best friend called me last night to recommend I watch you. I was like, um, I've been watching him for over a year. Come on, man. Nice. Thanks, Jeff. Jeffrey Stelly. Jeffy Stelly. Appreciate that. Any uh, Anyone saying anything good on the Facebook? Your channel has been filling the void. Is this a daily podcast, John? Yeah. So I guess it is a pot. It's like a, I don't even, it was supposed to be a 10 minute, supposed to be a 10 minute morning show. And now it's like every night I research takes half hour to set up and I do it for like 40 minutes a day. So, <laughs> so that's just kind of story of my life. I get an idea, I do it. And then I put way too much time and effort into it, but I enjoy it. There he is. Dizzy Dean. Anyway. If anyone has any more quick questions before we leave for the weekend and I uh, be back doing something interesting this weekend, but I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you guys about it or not. So just know that. Just know that there's something. Favorite Vonnegut novel. I've, I've read, I don't really like sci-fi and I have a, I have a friend who who I like talking books with and he loves Vonnegut and he always wants me to read them. And I, I haven't, I know they're quick. Like uh, Katie, my fiance, she, she reads Vonnegut and she has some books and I know they're really quick and like, they're the perfect size that I'd like. I just don't love science fiction. Um, but maybe I've grown and adapted. Maybe I got to try it. They say that if you don't like a food, you got to try it at least once every four years because your taste buds change. So maybe I got to try a Vonnegut novel and see if my my change, my appetite for science fiction has changed. They also say that if you don't like a food, you have to eat it eight times to be sure you don't like it because some things are just an acquired taste. Slaughterhouse-Five I've read. Slaughterhouse-Five, I've read that. I had to do a book report on that in, in, whoa, in college. Just moved my laptop and made a sound like there was a nail under there. Anyway. We're going to play Gaslight Anthem as the outro song. This is a live show, though. Shout out to Benny, the drummer. Follow each other on Twitter. It's my Mad Dog Russo impression. We follow each other on Twitter. Um, oh, it's so fucking loud. I do that to myself every time because I, oh, God. Sorry, everyone that was wearing headphones. I turn on the. I turn it all the way up for that. That's all I have to say about that. Then it stays up. That's fucking blow. Maybe I got to take the that's all I got to say about that. Bump that up so I don't have to bump up the volume on it and we don't have to blow our ears out every end of every show. I hope you have a, a great weekend. Have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. And I will see you on Monday. Thank you very much for listening, tuning in, engaging, participating, and being part of this journey with us. Appreciate it. See you guys.